How's it going, everybody? I am Preston Johnson. Welcome to Last Word Cheetah, brought to you by Vets TV. That's a general laugh That's exactly right. You're a fish. Quan, by the way, my producer, Quan Young, doing a good job. He'll be taking the calls. How you doing today, bud? Hey, man. How are you? We appreciate you guys tuning in. Welcome to the show, Vets TV, bringing you Last Word Cheetah. Hey everybody, welcome in to Last Word Cheetah. I'm Matt Landis, filling in today for Preston Johnson. Some of you may know me as the host of the Props and Hops podcast or the BetUS NFL betting show. I'm guessing a lot of you might just be wondering, where's Cheetah? Where's Whale after we got him on Monday? And I can't help you out there, but I can tell you, we do have a pro better coming on at the bottom of the hour for an interview talking some NFL. So we'll look to make it an elevated discourse today for our sports betting needs on this beautiful Wednesday. And to get in on the action, if you want to take your shot at the November leaderboard, go ahead and give, give us a call, 661-515-BETS. Help me out, me and Quan today, trying to give away as much of Preston's money as we can. And on that note, Quan, it's great to be doing this with you today. It's a Wednesday. I understand that to be your second favorite day of the week. Oh. So how are you doing today? Back with your producer hat on and just your producer hat for today. No, Wednesday is the actual worst day. It's like right in the middle. <laughs> it goes Sunday and then probably Wednesday. It's bad. But it's good not having to have all the hats on today. Yesterday was, uh, once again, anytime something can go wrong, it will go wrong. It's not Murphy's Law anymore. It's Kwani's Law. Anytime I'm put in a position where I got I to gotta do something, I'm going to have a screw up. And then I got to figure it out and overcome adversity. I'm so tired of adversity. Yeah, I think we should just take a moment to commend you for making it happen. Watching the show, I was reminded of uh, Mike Tyson's quote, everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face. (laughs) I mean, technology was failing. The deck was stacked against you from the start with all your duties. And you responded in a major way, getting in all the calls, making the show happen. So set the bar high and I'll try to keep it at that proper status throughout the course of this hour. And before we jump into a few calls, Quan, um, we'll talk, I think, quite a bit of football today. But let's not give short shrift to the Braves capturing the World Series title last night, beating the Astros in six games. And beyond this being a joy to watch for a lot of baseball fans, not just an anti-Houston play, but a team that lost its best player, Ronald Acuna Jr., at the beginning of the season, didn't even have a winning record until August. A lot of likable players, a lot to like about their manager, and really the city of Atlanta, the Falcons, the Hawks, the Braves. It's been a lot of heartbreak over the years, so kind of got to feel good for everybody who's enjoying this Braves World Series title today. They smoked them too. I was uh, I tuned in. I think right after the Solaire home run, and then it was it was just like okay. I, it's funny because you, you watch the Braves fans and everybody in the city of Atlanta, like it's the bottom of the ninth, two outs, and they're like, I'm not cheering until this is over. Because- yeah, seven nothing, one out to go, and. <laughs> Dansby Swanson hesitates on the last out. Maybe he's going to take the shortcut to yeah. second, throws the first. They, they make the play, and then they can celebrate. Still stressed out. Yeah. I'm yeah, not- yeah. that was uh, just you know a team to feel really good about the way their season started. Again, losing such a big start early on, not cracking 500 until August. So well done by the Braves there. If anybody wants to talk about the World Series, feel free today. And if we want to be forward-looking with some of our betting action, the NFL, Quan, throwing us a few curveballs to start today. Aaron Rodgers out with a positive COVID test and that marquee matchup between the Packers and Chiefs in Kansas City on Sunday. Saquon Barkley testing positive, so he is vaccinated. We'll have to see about his status for Sunday against the Raiders. 
And in the non-COVID department, Michael Thomas confirmed out for the year for the Saints. We thought he might make a return at some point pretty soon here. And with Sean Payton, we know they've got a really good head coach. The Saints have a great defense. But, Quan, what do you think the Saints' ceiling could be with some limitations now on offense, especially knowing they don't get Thomas back this season? I Man, I actually saw like one of those, is Drew Brees going to come back? I saw Phillip Rivers said something yesterday, mm-hmm. like he would entertain the Saints. You're sitting at home with nine kids. I would absolutely want to leave the house and go play some football for a couple weeks. Um, I don't know, because... Like, we got into an argument this summer about Taysom Hill and his ability at quarterback. I just, with that defense, do you really, who's available is the real question. Like, you're you're looking at an old Drew Brees who didn't look great last year and his last few seasons. You're looking at an old Phillip Rivers who's been sitting at home. You know, he can't sling it like he used to. So, with that defense, ugh, what do you do? And, and that's the only question that you have. Do you? There's nobody in free agency that you can really think of that can come out and and throw the ball downfield. Losing Jameis hurts, but Jameis wasn't really taking the top off the defense and going deep like I expected him to. At least they kind of held him under control. So you know, it's just I say you go with. I mean, roll with the defense, and then in, until uh, you're proven otherwise, you just roll with what you have. Uh, who was it? Uh, I can't even think of his name. That played Sunday. Simeon? Trevor Simeon, Simeon? Trevor Simeon came in. Like, just roll with it, man. It's we the, the trade deadline is passed. You can you couldn't make a move. So yeah, just go go defense and, and run the ball, feed the ball to Kamara and, and hunker down in the, on, on the other side of the ball. Yeah, we're gonna have to see if the Saints can be especially mistake free moving forward. And Quan, I think we can get to some calls in a couple minutes, but first, all this news. And celebrating your accomplishment yesterday as a one-man wrecking ball, what do you say about maybe breaking out a beer to share over the course of the show, weaving in the hops? Listen, props and hop. This is my, I think, fifth beer. This is Sierra Nevada Celebration Fresh Hop IPA. We're going to crack it open. I'm not going to drink it like Stone Cold, which I should. Uh, But Matt, cheers to you. Thanks for coming in, helping. uh, Because if I had to do four days in a row, I would have (laughs) cried probably mid-show. It's yeah. always stressful. So cheers. Let's get to the cheers callers. To First caller up is OG John. All right. And uh, your your bet today, I believe, was Jim from Philly. So we've got to say uh, 0 for 1 to start things off. But maybe OG John can get us on the board on the right spot. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Doing great. Uh, yeah. Doing awesome to be here. What do you got for us? Uh, I'm going to look to get some uh, a big number on the board because uh, I guess everyone's going that way since uh, – I gave my football play yesterday, and uh, so I'm going to look at the golf tournament this weekend. And I'm looking at a guy that a uh, veteran guy has over $50 million in earnings, and he's won in the fall before. And uh, I'm going to take a shot with uh, Sergio Garcia. And I think I'm looking at uh, 50 to one on uh, the book here in Florida. We only have one sports book in Florida, so I don't know if I can get better or that's the best odds out there. Let's see. I'm taking a look at the odds again. I'm seeing a bunch of matchups for Garcia. I'm having a tough time finding outrights at the moment. Uh, if you said 50 to 1, I think we can maybe Quan go tentatively with that. We can see if we need to correct it down the road. But if we've got callers that are verifying these at a sports book, then I'm good to roll with it. Uh, golf isn't really my forte, but uh, I, I say that sounds about right. If we want a long shot, I know we had a big 10 to 1 long shot hit to start the month, so that could be a good attempt to uh, maybe get atop the leaderboard after somebody's already taken a pretty commanding early lead. 
Yeah, I figure I put one out there and then uh, call back maybe with an NFL play tomorrow that I like. But uh, other than that, and I'm also looking forward to – I'm a horse player, so it's a big weekend for the horses. Mm. I don't know if anyone else yes. out there, but the Breeders' Cup Championships this week. So I've been looking at that the last couple of days and hopefully be a profitable weekend. Awesome. Yeah, well, Quan, you might have to uh, prep your odds shopping for the horses over the next couple of days when you're back in this seat. Uh, one more thing, OG John, to throw your way. For callers today, I know everybody's competing for some of Preston's money. I thought I might get a little skin in the game myself filling in for the cheetah today. Uh, some people may know I'm a Chargers fan, born and raised in San Diego, now living in L.A., so I can't get away from them, as painful of an existence as that can be. Uh, <laughs> but I thought any callers who want to take a free roll, uh, guessing the exact score of the Chargers-Eagles game this weekend, if anybody correctly tells me what that score is going to be, I'll send you the beer of your choice. As long as it's something at a Southern California oh, brewery or anything I can get my hands on out here, I'll send it anywhere in the U.S. We can maybe go with a one caller per score so I'm not liable for you okay. know 20 cases to ship across the country <laughs> if everybody gets the right number. Uh, but you called in first, so you can take the first crack at it if you'd like to uh, partake in this little side contest. Sure, sure, sure. My favorite is High Lie down here in Florida, but that's an mm. IPA that we drink down here. Very nice beer. Uh, I'll try 3120 Chargers. All right, 3120 Chargers. I like the sound of that. Uh, I know the Chargers have been uh, seeing the line move against them, but I'm going to hope that you're right. So we've got 3120 Chargers on the books. And uh, yeah, it sounds like if you've got good access to high lie, then you're in a good spot. But if you're correct, then we'll circle back after the weekend and uh, we'll see what I can send you from Southern California. Sounds good. Take care and have a great weekend. All right, thanks. You too. Best of luck. All right, Quan, we got anybody lined up next? Yes, we do. We got Paul from Tuscaloosa. Paul from Tuscaloosa. How's it going today? Bama country. Hey, good. How are you doing? Doing pretty well, thanks. What do you got for us? So, first of all, so, uh, enjoy the podcast, first of all. I just want to say that. Oh, thank you very much. And, uh, and uh, I think I'm going to go with a, a prop for tomorrow night. Um, I know it's gone up, but I still think that uh, over 33 and a half receiving yards for Michael Carter, I think that's still pretty good. So I'm going to go with that. Got it. Let's see. Yeah, the best I'm seeing right now, he has been steamed into oblivion after I, what he did last week with Mike White. Current number I'm seeing at DraftKings is 35 and a half at minus 115. Would that work for you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I right. thought at, po- at points bet. I thought at points bet. I think at thirty three and a half. But if if you don't see that, then I'll take the thirty five and a half. So, got it. Okay, Quan, uh, do we normally do points bet for props? I'm seeing DK right now, but we've got a slight discrepancy. Okay, you know what? we'll get you your thirty three and a half at points bet. Uh, I trust you there. I know it opened even in the mid twenties. So at thirty three and a half, it's not like you're yeah. cheating anybody for the best of the number. Um, anything to the handicap? I know we saw him just go off with, again, Mike White in that game against the Bengals last week. Are you expecting, you know, just more of the same, or is there anything about this matchup that has you looking at Carter once again? Yeah, I think that um, the game script is going to dictate them, you know, passing, and I, I think that the Colts do a good job not letting people deep, so I think that there's going to be a lot of checkdowns and things of that sort, so um, I'm going to count on that and Hopefully, uh, you know, he's gotten a lot of targets, obviously, the past uh, two games. So hopefully that continues and get over that number. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Well, I know you've got a lot of sharp company looking for Michael Carter to do some damage through the air out of the backfield tomorrow night. So best of luck. And uh, we'll see how this works out for you on the leaderboard this week. 
appreciate it. And do uh, you mind if I give a score as well? Oh, or, absolutely. Yes, yes. Go for it. What do you think? Chargers, Eagles. I, I'm going 27-24, Eagles. All right. I'm thinking uh, we'll probably have another 27-24 looking the other way. But with, yeah, the Chargers at minus one and a half right now, <laughs> that total at 50, uh, either team 27-24 sounds like a pretty good bet. So we will mark you down for Philly 27-24. Uh, thanks again for the call, and best of luck. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. You too. The a good bet right there. Uh, Mike in New Jersey. This is our leaderboard leader. He's up 10 units right now. Mm, the, the Kyle Rudolph yeah. anytime TD score. Yeah, I had the one yard uh, shortest touchdown under one and a half in that game on Monday night. So that, that Kyle Rudolph touchdown was a good one for me as well. So, yeah, I like seeing eye to eye there. Uh, Mike, what do you got for nice. us today? Welcome to the show. Yeah, I want to chat about that Packers-Chiefs game. Uh, before the Aaron Rodgers news, I was uh, probably not going to bet the game. But now with the, the total dropping seven points and moving in the Chiefs' direction, I, I think maybe it'd be a really good teaser leg on the Chiefs' side, although seeing the Chiefs play recently uh, hasn't been that encouraging. But with the total dropping down to 47, 48 now, I think, and the Chiefs moving out to like a seven-and-a-half-point favorite, it seems like a pretty good teaser leg. Uh, what are your thoughts on the game? I am definitely eyeing the Chiefs as a teaser leg right now. That was one of the notes that I, I didn't quite fit in off the top of the show. But as soon as that line came off the board, I knew, okay, Kansas City was pick him to minus one. Rodgers thought to be worth about a touchdown. Figured the Chiefs as a teaser might come into play. Uh, we have, for the first time in a few weeks, some pretty good options aside from the Chiefs. Also looking at teams like the Browns and the Rams, um, as much as it pains me being a Chargers fan. Philadelphia looking like a good teaser leg. So uh, some good company, possibly the Giants, although we want to see what's up with Saquon and, and how might the Raiders respond, of course, to the Ruggs news. So a lot of company uh, with possible teaser legs. Are you looking to possibly lock in a play with Kansas City in a teaser? And if so, do you have a second leg in mind? Uh, so for the leaderboard, um, as Quan knows, I'm on a little bit of a different strategy. Um, I'm going uh, for the jugular. So I'm going to go for a golf pick. Uh I have uh, Patrick, uh, who did I take yesterday? I took Tony Finau yesterday at Mayakoba at 30 to 1. And I'm going to add on to that uh, Patrick Reed at 37 to 1 for my pick today uh, on FanDuel. Reed finished second last week, so he's, he's playing good golf. And at Mayakoba, the, the grass there, it's a past pollen grass, uh, which is a pretty unique grass on tour. And the only place where they have that kind of grass that they track the shots game data is at Kiwa Island on Hawaii and Patrick Reed putts pretty well out there uh, so he's someone who's, who's playing well who should be a good fit for the course and uh, 37 to 1 seems like a good price so that's what I'm going to lock into the leaderboard all right, 37 to 1, courtesy of FanDuel. I like the handicap. Golf is, uh, again, I think I might have mentioned earlier, not, not really my forte. So I love uh, your perspective there. A lot of sharp callers on this show, and uh, I might have to get and plan one or two of these myself for the weekend. But yeah, we'll get you down for 37 to 1 there. Um, All right, and the, the score of the game? Yes. I will go with Chargers 35, Eagles 20. All right, two pretty big Chargers margins of victory from the first three predictions. I will hope that one of you guys are right, because if I'm sending beer uh, on my dime anywhere in the country, uh, that would be a good reason to do it. So thanks for the prediction, and best of luck. Thanks, Sika. All right, have a good one.
Mike's going for it. Like, the strategy has been yeah. different since he hit it's that bold. Kyle Rudolph. I got, and there are a lot of people that are taking, like, regular plays. So I'm looking to see because he uh, – yesterday he took another golf play. So that's 40-1 to one right there. I'm, I want to see what happens over the after this tournament hits. Yeah, I, I kind of like the strategy in the sense that it's great to get up 10 units on the first day of a month, but knowing how this can go, that's not enough if you just you know sit around plus 10. Great month, probably not going to win this contest. And if you can hit you know, any of these long shots he's fired in the last couple of days, that's really when it becomes a commanding lead. Yeah, yeah. we got uh, Carlos and DC up. Carlos, all right. Well, uh, I listen pretty regularly myself, and uh, I know you call in often, and it's great to be talking to you on this end. How are you today, Carlos? What's up, man? I call every day, buddy. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm. listen, I got to get on this golf thing, man. Everybody is just firing on golf. I love golf personally. I like to bet it, um, but I only usually do the majors, but what I'm going to do today is I'm going to do 15 to one on JT if I can get it. if it's still there. I'm not sure if it's still at 15 to one, but I like I like Justin Thomas. 15 Let's to see. One. I'm seeing. If you, if you yeah, see I'm seeing uh, even at Bookmaker plus 1550. There you go. There All you right, go. cool. Justin Thomas plus 1550. So we got 15 and a half to one there. Uh, any angle, I know it's a long shot. A lot of the other callers are, are playing golf, so this is, you know, a strategic move on that part. But anything behind JT, you know, at this course or, or why you're liking him to win this weekend? Well, Quan knows that my style, my, my capping is a little different. All I'm going to say is the grass. It's all about the grass. That's all I can say. <laughs> no, Carlos, say the thing. <laughs> oh, and he's due. There we he's go. He's absolutely due. There you go. My bad. I forgot about that. And as far as the prediction, I'm going to predict uh, Chargers 31 and the uh, Eagles 20. And if I win, I hate beer. I hate to say that. And you can get the beer to Quan. But I wanted to ask you, because I heard you're, you're a beer connoisseur, what is your absolute favorite beer to have? Sure. Yeah. Good question. And I, I will answer it. I appreciate the question. And, and we can find if you nail this, we can find something else of comparable value to get to you for a prize. Uh, really quickly, Quan, no, I believe Quan. we might have already had a 31 to 20 Chargers prediction. Have you been noting that by any chance? And is that What's still it? available? Okay, our first call took 31 to 20. Uh, we're trying to limit it to one score per caller just so uh, should oh, something hit, I I'm not sending too me... much to too many people. Uh, and no. any slight variation on that score that you'd be comfortable going with? 28 to 10, Chargers. All right, I love that? it. Oh, man, if their defense can can hold anybody to 10 points this weekend, I'll be thrilled to see it. And to answer your question <laughs> about a favorite beer, uh, there's a brewery called Treehouse in Massachusetts, and they make an IPA, probably their unofficial flagship. It's called Julius, and it's like the OG New England IPA known out on the West Coast as a hazy IPA. And it comes in an orange can. It's called Julius. If you've ever seen an orange Julius at a shopping mall, it kind of connects those dots for you. Just super citrusy, mm -hmm. really tropical, some nice stone fruit notes. Comes in, I think, just a touch under 7% ABV. But you really don't get much hint of the ABV there. So it's just dangerously enjoyable. And uh, at the same time, some big beers can be a little bit heavy. And if you have one or two, you feel like that's your limit. I might be able to have, you know, five cans of Julius and uh, not not regret it so much. It's just that good. And, yeah, that's definitely the deserted mm -hmm. island beer of choice. So if you ever have a chance, I know beer is not your thing, but if you have a chance to try a beer called Julius by Treehouse Brewing, 
can't recommend it highly enough. Awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Carlos. Well, great to talk to you and, and best of luck with JT as well as that Chargers pick. Awesome. Thanks. All right, Quan. anybody lined up next? Yep, we got Nick in Iowa. Nick in Iowa. Uh, all right, welcome to the show, Nick. Uh, I, I don't know if I should even ask if you're an Iowa fan. I have a good friend who's an Iowa fan, and that has uh, taken a turn in recent weeks, but how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing good, and yes, I am an Iowa fan. I'm pretty close to Iowa City, and uh, yeah, I was kind of waiting this year. I, the shoe was going to drop eventually <laughs> because they were running a little hot in the turnover department, but uh, it's okay. It's all good. It was, it was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm a, I'm a USC but, um, grad, and, and they've had their heyday, but certainly this year they were never in it, so uh, at least there was a, a nice moment of hope for Iowa that they can hopefully build on in the future. Yeah, that was crazy. I saw Clay Heldon just got hired by Georgia Southern to be their yeah, head coach. The mighty have fallen. Pretty interesting. I was like, wait, that came, like that came out of left field. I was not expecting that one. Yeah, um, but, yeah I think uh, you anyway, and I might uh, be uh, almost qualified to coach that team, but good to see him. You know, he's a great guy. Good to see him land on his feet somewhere, and hopefully it's just a level where uh, he's not, you know, punching above his weight class and can find some good success. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. I'm sure USC will, will get back to the promised land here soon. Um, but uh, in any case, uh, what I would what I would like to do is uh, we'll go college football and the very first game of the day on Saturday, the Army Air Force game. And uh, I'm going to lay the two and a half with Air Force. Nice. All right. Yeah. And still, it looks like that's shading toward three. So you're getting a good number here because there are some flat two and a half still out there. So, yeah, Air Force minus two and a half. And uh, that good to get ahead of the three because this total 37. So those points really get magnified. What has you looking Air Force's way in this one? Exactly. So projection wise, I have this set up at four and a half, five, somewhere in that range. And uh, basically right now, if I, where's my numbers? There it is. Uh, And if you look at net yards per play, Air Force is plus 0.6 yards per play and army is minus 0.6 and their strength of schedules armies is a tiny bit better but not that much better and uh, air force's defense is significantly better and i am actually thinking army's offense will be struggling to run on air force's defense here um, in this one and so uh, yeah basically if it was three i wouldn't play it because it is kind of close but if it's on the other side of the three then um, then i'm i'm good to go with it so Nice. Well, yeah, best of luck with Air Force. We'll have an early grade on that one come Saturday. And then did you also care to offer a score prediction for Chargers Eagles this this weekend for the potential beer giveaway? Yeah, definitely. Uh, This one's actually funny because uh, the Chargers and Eagles are very, um, they're uh, pretty good when it comes to game theory. And so they'll go for two more frequently. So guessing on the the exact score on this one's a little bit tougher. But uh, I guess we'll go, I actually tiny bit lean to the Eagles this week. So let's go 20. I think someone said 27, 24. So we'll go 28, 24 Eagles for me. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. And to your point about game theory, the Eagles are one of those teams that I've considered teasing, but because those numbers of three and seven aren't quite as key when we have teams willing to go for it uh, on fourth down in their own territory, go for two, there's some added variance there. Even when it's optimal, it does probably make games a little less likely to hit those key numbers. So I like that game theory angle you pointed out. And uh, yeah, we got you down for 28-24 Philly. Kind of want to wish you luck for the contest, but as a Chargers fan, I I hope you're wrong at the same time, but should be a fun one to watch on Sunday. Well, I got a couple of friends who are Chargers fans that they've suffered uh, for a long time with a lot of their like close game luck. Uh, yeah. So I, I hope the Chargers do have a good year, and I like their team anyway. So no, I, 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 I'd be perfectly fine if you were right in the Chargers win. So it's all good. 
Appreciate cool. it. All right. Well, yeah, thank you so much for the call. Appreciate the angle on Air Force and best of luck this weekend. Yep, sounds good. Have a good one. All right, you too. Up next, we got Hayden in Dallas. I'm going to, so I'm going to cut the callers um, after Tom Davis. We got the interview. Callers, you can call back at about 45 minutes till the hour. We'll get the last ones in. Sounds good. You got Hayden in Dallas. All right, Hayden in Dallas, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Going great. Here with Quan today, no complaints, and uh, hopefully we can uh, learn a little bit from your pick today. What do you want to throw out for the leaderboard? All right, so I'm going to the uh, Austrian Bundesliga. Um, I don't think anyone's probably given soccer picks, but uh, I'm going Hartberg Moneyline, if you can find that. Let's see. I'm trying to find there. Oh, I see German Bundesliga. We're saying Austrian. Yeah. Where are you seeing this? I I, I trust you. I think we'll be able to take your word for uh, it. But I'm seeing if I'm I can on, get the best I'm number on for you. Bet online 118. Um, let me see if Pinnacle is something better. Uh, sorry, I'm on my I'm on my computer Austrian here Bundesliga. looking. Yeah, I'll look at Bookmaker. Who did you like? Hartberg. Uh, Hartberg 118. I'm seeing that at Bookmaker as well, so that might be a good consensus price. Nice. Cool. Yeah. So um, they have 17 points. Uh, expected points is 16.3, so you get like three for a win, one for a draw, et cetera. Um, and their opponent, uh, they have, they're on 15 points, the 11.1 expected. So they're – I mean, they have a low point total, and they're not uh, performing to that point total, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um and with the expected goals against uh, Harper, uh, kind of online, 20 goals conceded, 18.24 expected goals against um, their opponent, 25 expected goals given up, uh, 3 conceded. So they're a little bit uh, worse than what they, what they have. Um, and I, I model this and stuff. And I have an edge on that one. So Harper, 118. That's impressive. I love the breakdown. We've got some good angles today on on golf and not even soccer leagues that everybody follows. But to model that, I imagine there's some pretty good edges. And did you pick a market like that to model out of passion, just being a really big soccer fan? Or was it looking to get maybe Um, a less liquid market so that you could kind of zig where everybody else was zagging with bigger numbers like, you know, NFL spreads and totals? Right, exactly. So, yeah, I I model like really lower league soccer. Um, It's one of the ones where like... uh, Expected goals data is obviously tricky, so you can't really like I'm not gonna be able to compete with groups like in the big five leagues or whatever. Um, so yeah, that that lower league stuff is uh, kind of the best place to attack it, and it's kind of the easiest to model for me just because there's not like all these football. It's too variable. Obviously, soccer is super variable too, but there's kind of like less statistics needed to model it in the lower leagues. So that's kind of my angle there. Nice. I I love it when people can take advantage of opportunities like that. You know, the money all counts the same, whether you're winning a bet uh, in the Austrian Bundesliga or the NFL. So I I like that angle a lot. Definitely wish you best of luck there and wanted to see also if you had a score prediction for Sunday's Chargers-Eagles game. Uh, Yeah, um, I I, I like the Chargers here. Uh, I don't take so much love in the market like all the time with Jalen Hurts basically doing the same stuff as Carson Wentz and Wentz thinks. Uh, so I'm going to go 20, 20, 28, 27 Chargers, even though I think that means the Eagles have covered the spread, but whatever. 
Yeah, that would be an entertaining game to watch. I would certainly be happy with that outcome. So we've got you down there, 287 Chargers. Well, good luck uh, with the, uh, I guess, American football as well as the, uh, the more international version of football this weekend. Yep, see ya. All right, thanks a lot. See ya. Come on, we got one more. We got the last four callers. We got Alec. I told him it's going to be a brief run through so we can cool. get through. Tom's not on yet, so we're good. Okay. We got Alec in Ohio. Got it. Alec in Ohio. How's it going today? Good. How are you? Doing great, thanks. What do you got for us? Uh, I'm going to do the Eagles and uh, the Raiders in a teaser. Like it. Okay, so Eagles were obviously crossing up to seven and a half, and then the Raiders, I know that game came off for a bit. I'm seeing right now their consensus minus two and a half, minus 120. There are some threes out there. So are you looking to take the Raiders from minus three to plus three? I apologize. It was the Giants. My bad. All right. Okay. Now, now you're, you've got my teaser approach there too. Okay. Taking the giants up to, uh, I mean, we could do up to nine. I think the consensus will be eight and a half, but there are plenty of, uh, low VIG threes out there. One of the beauties of teasers, even if a three's at low VIG, you know, you can just take that extra half point almost for free. And instead of stopping at eight and a half, you stop at nine with the giants. Um, any final score prediction as well for the Eagles chargers game for the beer giveaway. Uh, I'll just go 24-23 Eagles. All right, cool. That would definitely cover your teaser as well. So we'll put you down for that. Thanks for calling and best of luck. All right, thanks, guys. We got Jamie in Atlanta. Jamie in Atlanta has an announcement for our callers. So go ahead, Jamie, you're on. That I do. So everybody... Saw how Quan handled it, trying to sit at the desk yesterday. We know that we've got to suffer through that again tomorrow. <laughs> so I hit up Quan and Preston. Said, guys, we can't have this three days this week. Let me on the show. The suits agreed. I'm coming to host the show on Friday. Flying out from Atlanta to sunny California. So I'll be on the desk on Friday. Me and Quan may not keep up with all these other guests, but we'll certainly have a good time. We'll have a good so. time. Oh, that sounds like a blast. Hell yeah. Yeah. So. All right. And uh, in Atlanta, I imagine it's a pretty good day in Atlanta. Are you a Braves fan? I am. I'm wearing my Braves jersey at work today. I said, if we win the World Series, I'm wearing my jersey to work. I don't care if it's not Friday. So it was a good time. I was at several World Series games. Um, Battery was going crazy last night. I was really close to there. So it is a good day to be in Atlanta. So, and uh, with that, it's also a good day to bet on some Korean baseball. Let's not let the season end on the World Series. On to the Korea Series. Give me the Doosan Bears first five under four. Let's see. First five under you four. You had Australian cool. Buddhist Consensus Liga. is minus 20, but uh, we can do – I'm seeing Pinnacle at, at minus 118. I have minus 110 at Bovada. All right. Let's – all right, uh, we can take your word yeah. for it there. That that sounds like something Bovada might be yeah. hanging. So yeah, let's do a flat minus one ten there yeah. for the uh, yeah the first five under four. For uh, yeah, it looks like we've got the Bears and Twins squaring off in the KBO. Yep, big cool. uh, big ballpark, good pitchers. We'll we'll lock it down. So, and uh, I'll give you a quick score prediction. Give me the Eagles thirty to twenty. 
got to go high variance to win that beer. So yeah, I, I like the Eagles, high variance pick. Yeah, no love for the Chargers there, but at the same time, if the Eagles win by 10, then you're probably going to be in a pretty good spot there. So we'll put you down for that. Uh, yeah, if I have to send the beer to anybody who picked the Eagles, at least it sounds like a smart strategy to go with that number. So thanks for the call and best of luck and congrats on your Braves. That's uh, a long time coming. So soak it in. Yep. Thanks, guys. Take care. All right. Good luck on Friday. Have fun. Thanks. We got new caller, Chris in Chicago. All right. Chris in Chicago, welcome to the show. How's it going today? Hey, it is going great, Matt. Thank you very much. And I'm calling in to talk a little golf. All right. Yeah, seems to be the theme of the day. What do you got for us? Hey, yeah, I missed the early call, so I don't know. I'm seeing Brooks Kepka at plus 3,500 on FanDuel. Let's see here. Let's see if we can get you the best of the number. Uh, right now, I'm seeing Kepka at Bookmaker uh, a little better at uh, plus 4,150. So if you want 41 and a half to one for Brooks, we can go with that. That's exactly what I want. Cool. All right. We'll get you down for that. And then did you have a score prediction by any chance for the Chargers-Eagles game on Sunday? Not sure if you caught it earlier, but if you can nail it exactly, then I'll, I'll send you any beer you want that I can get my hands on from Southern California and be happy to ship it to you. Um, I'll take it. I will take, uh, let's see, the Chargers 33, Philly 25. 33.25. I like it. Two pretty high variance guesses in a row. But yeah, if you're right, then that's going to be yours and yours alone with the prize. So we'll put you down for that. Uh, best of luck with the Chargers as well as Brooks this weekend. Sounds great. And send me some Pliny if you got it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got it. If it's 33.25 Chargers, <laughs> we'll follow up after this. And uh, yeah, that's definitely available. So consider it done if that pick comes through. I'll take it. All right. Cool. Thanks a lot. All right. For sure. Thank you. Last caller, and we got Tom on. We got Tom Davis. All right. One Tom leading into another. Tom Davis, welcome to the show. How's it going today? Uh, it's all good, buddy. How about yourself? <clears throat> Doing pretty well. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to keep track of all these golf picks. It's definitely not a menu that I look at too often, so uh, definitely stretching me a little bit, but that's kind of the beauty of doing a show like this, just rolling with the flow of whatever the callers want. So are you looking at golf as well today or, or anything perhaps a bit more, uh, I guess, mainstream, if that's an okay term, thinking NFL, college football, stuff like that? Yeah, actually, got got to go to the links myself. Uh, I had two of my picks taken so far, so I'm moving on to my third one. I like the Apache uh, Reed. He is striking that ball good. Coming back, got something to prove by getting snubbed from the from the Ryder Cup. But uh, I'm looking at uh, Victor Hoffman. Victor, where are we? He seems to be hitting his irons pretty good. Ball striking's good. He's, so I had to roll with him not to keep from copying a pick. Gotcha. Okay, I was looking at Patrick Reed earlier, but did you say you were going with somebody else? Victor yeah. Hoffman. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, what's the number you're seeing there? Uh, let's see. Let me get back to it. Yeah. Yeah, hold on. I'm oh, sure. Uh, I'm seeing a plus 1877 <laughs> at Bookmaker right now for I, Victor Hovland. That's what I was seeing, 18. So 1875, even better. Perfect. Okay, we'll get you done the effort. 1877, as we learned last month, every cent can matter in this stuff, so we'll get you the best of the number there. 
All right. I guess. Let me go uh, 34-17 charges. Oh, sounds good to me. All right, music to my ears. Well, best of luck with that one as well as Hovland. All right, brother. Y'all have a good one. Peace. All right, thanks. You too. All right, and Quan, are we good to bring in our interview now? We are. One quick There he is. Tommy, the hitman. How's it going today? It's going good. How are you doing today? Doing pretty well. It's a, a fun new dynamic to be speaking to you. I know we've done the uh, the podcast stuff, just you know, more or less from, from the basement or meeting in person at Bat Bash, but it's awesome to connect in this capacity as well. I'll tell you what, once you asked me, it was a no-brainer to do it because you do such a good job on your podcast. You know, I'm happy to be able to come on and do another one of these with you. Awesome. Thank you. Well, you've been doing a pretty good job on a podcast yourself this season, um, working on the new show, Hot Read Hits, also still contributing to the Dream Preview. And I want to let people know, of course, we're welcoming in for the unacquainted uh, Tommy the Hitman on Twitter at Hitman428, a pro better, a lot of NFL knowledge. And Tom, I'd love to connect on uh, your background as a better, just, you know, a lot of people are probably familiar, but if you could describe how you got to this point of your betting career and how that's led to uh, a pretty nice niche with props these days. Yeah, so I was a school teacher for a few years. And once the legalized betting came to New Jersey, and I started to begin to get really more deep into it and get some pay-per-head accounts and all that. You know, it's funny, like year one, you make a good good enough money to go on a vacation. Year two, you're like, oh, wow, maybe I could buy a car with this. Year three, wow, I made more money than I was making as a teacher. And it just keep, kept progressing further and further and more. And it kept motivating me to want to work at this and say, you know what, maybe I could take a shot at this and actually try to do this for a living. And at the same time, I was in a lot of the forums and I was on Twitter and I was posting a lot of my picks and a lot of my thoughts on games. And fortunately, some people noticed me and they liked the job that I was doing. I was in some major contests, some fancy contests with over 40,000 people that I finished top five in. I was doing well in the Circa one year, doing well in the Westgate. And it kind of just... Um, kind of just progressed from there and we got to the point where we are right now. Yeah, I love it. Well, something that you've been doing really well beyond such efficient markets like sides and totals is identifying some really good prop bets uh, every week on Hot Read Hits. I think that's a favorite for pretty much every listener. Uh, so is there anything that's taken you down that road knowing that as a pro better, it can be tough to get down enough to really make a living. But at the same time, if you can really hustle for accounts, it sounds like you're proof that, you know, even slightly lower limits aren't, aren't enough to rule that out altogether on the prop side of things. Yeah, it, it all comes down to being able to network yourself to other people, to be able to trade accounts, to trade information to them, to where if they think that you have a good opinion on props, there's other pro bettors that are willing to get down for you when they see that you win at these. So it definitely is a hustle. I, I don't want to underestimate how hard it is to win because it does take a lot of work to be able to win. But when you get to a certain point with the props, winning does become 
the easy part compared to being able to get the amount of money down that makes it worth it and to be able to maintain all of your accounts and all of your outs and all that. But like I said, if you can hustle that, you are going to win at a lot higher clip than somebody that's just strictly betting sides and totals. And of course, you know what? You might not be a millionaire from it because on a side and total, you're going to be able to get down five, six figures pretty easily, especially later in the week, you could get down seven figures on games and props. You're going to struggle sometimes to get five figures down. You're very fortunate a lot of time to be able to get that. But if you can really grind it, then you could definitely make a living at it. Yeah, and you're not just grinding when it comes to props. You've got pretty much the whole NFL blanketed from a handicapping perspective, among other things. And I'd love to ask you, at this stage, we're pretty much at the midway point of the season, of course, going through the first 18-week, 17-game regular season. So as we approach Week 9, can you give me maybe one or two teams you're higher on as well as one or two teams you're lower on than the rest of the market at this stage? Yeah, so higher on, I'll give you one. I'll give you the Chargers. And, you know, it's funny that a lot of people were really high on them before the past few weeks when they really struggled against Baltimore and New England. And this week you're seeing right now that they're only one and a half point favorites against Philly, which a few weeks ago that would have been well over three for sure. So I'm, I'm kind of buying them at their lowest point and trying to look and, um, and saying that I have a stronger opinion on them right now than the market and it really comes down to the fact that the chargers i think they have a good coaching staff i think that they have an excellent quarterback they have excellent weapons surrounding that quarterback they have an offensive line that is stronger than it was in years past and something that a lot of people aren't talking about is that the chargers have faced an absolutely brutal schedule this year they had the raiders they had the chiefs they had a ton of other tough games. I think the only easy game that I can remember on their schedule was week one against Washington. And, you know, they've come out of that that gauntlet of teams at four and three. So I think that the Chargers are a team that they're just undervalued in the market. I honestly can't understand how they're only still one and a half point favorites against the Eagles this week. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that from a pro better because I myself have been trying to figure out how this line's not at least three. And sometimes if I disagree by, you know, half a point or a point, I'll just have more conviction in my side of things. But when I feel like I'm off by this much, I, I defer to respecting the market and just trusting that there's maybe something I'm not capturing. Uh, with the Chargers, then we'll move on to a couple teams you might be lower on. But with the Chargers, one thing I wonder about with that coaching staff you mentioned, a lot to like. I'm still waiting for them to figure out some way to be as efficient on early downs as they tend to be on third and fourth down. Do you have any hope that they'll figure out how to manage first and second downs to put themselves in better situations? Yeah, I know Brandon Staley was referencing that before the New England game, saying how that was really a bi-week focus of them. And, you know, I'm happy to see some teams will be inefficient on those early downs some of the old school teams and they won't even notice or they won't even care about it. And they won't even, they, the fact that they're living on third down, which is tends to not be as sustainable, they won't make the proper adjustments. So I think that it's going to get corrected just because the chargers are one of the more analytic savvy teams that are actually going to make an effort to get this corrected. And we all know that they do have the personnel 
to get it correct. A top 10 quarterback with top 10 weapons and an offensive line that they're a little banged up right now, but they're still, as I said, a way better unit than they were last year. So I, I just think that the Chargers at least are going to make the effort to get it corrected. And I do think that it's going to get back to at least being decent for them on first and second down. Yeah, music to my ears. I never thought I would hear a pro better reference Chargers and one of the more analytically savvy teams in the same sentence, but uh, love to hear it. And let's get to uh, maybe a little more quickly a couple teams that you're not as high on as the rest of the market. Yeah, so the Vegas Raiders stick out to me. And it's funny because ever since they did, or John Gruden did resign, the Raiders have been getting bet against heavy in the market. The Broncos line in Denver two weeks ago closed the Raiders were a five point underdog. And then the week after that, the Eagles closed as a one point favorite in Vegas in the game with the game in Las Vegas, they closed as a one point favorite at some shops. So I I think that the mark, there are sharp people in the market that are agreeing with me that these openers have been too high on Vegas. And I kind of see what they're seeing because the Raiders' running game is last in the NFL in yards before contact. Their receivers with the Henry Ruggs, terrible situation. They are some of the worst receivers in the NFL, with Brian Edwards being your number one perimeter receiver right now. The offensive line, as I referenced with the run game, they're not a great offensive line. And yes, this defense has gotten better especially with their ability of their front four to create pressure without blitzing. But I still do not believe that this is an above average defense or maybe even an average defense. They're kind of maybe in that 16 to 20 range. And, you know, I also think that the long-term effect of John Gruden not being the play caller, he had such a strong connection with Carr. And I know that they've gotten by the last two weeks without him, but, I just I don't know if I believe in this coaching staff. I know I know that I don't believe in the roster. So I think that it's eventually going to catch up to them. And then the other one I'll give you real quick is the Bears. And I know that people are pretty low on them, but honestly, I don't think it's low enough. This is a bottom two to three offense. And what people aren't talking about with the Bears is that their defense has regressed. We think about them as this strong defense that has carried them for years. Well, their run defense. Right now is bottom five in the league in yards per carry allowed. They have a bunch of defensive injuries. Their star safety, Eddie Jackson. Khalil Mack has been banged up. Nichols, their defensive tackle, Robert Quinn has been banged up. Keem Hicks. So I don't think that this is the same defense. And we saw last week the 49ers just went up and down the field on them. They didn't even punt in that game. So I think that this Bears team could be a bottom – Five five sixteen, and I just think that the market isn't they're they're starting to catch on, but it might might not be fully accounted for yet. Gotcha. All right, well, we've got arrow pointing up for the Chargers, possibly pointing down for the Raiders and the Bears. And to wrap things up here, Tommy, uh, as we inch closer to Week Nine kicking off, do you have maybe one or two bets that you'd recommend for the audience tuning in right now? Yeah, so we just talked about the Chargers against the Eagles. And one of the things that I didn't mention about that game was the, was the fact that these teams have faced three common opponents. And I mentioned that the Chargers have been pretty good against a really tough schedule. Well, the Eagles, when they've taken a step up in competition this year, they have gotten slaughtered by some teams. And the three common opponents they've played was the Raiders, the Chiefs, and the Cowboys. The Chargers could have easily been 3-0 and 
in those three games. The Eagles got dominated in all three of those games. I think that if we made a regular season win total right now and the season started over, we would have the Chargers at nine and a half. We'd probably have the Eagles in that seven, seven and a half range. And that just, that doesn't indicate a one and a half point spread in Philly for me. So the Chargers would be one of my favorites. And then if I would give you a total, it's been bet down. I bet this at 44. I still think it has some value at 42, but the Saints and the Falcons under Atlanta's big weakness offensively is facing teams with a strong pressure rate and they have no deep threat at all. The Saints, the most conservative offense in the NFL, they have the least amount of explosive plays in the NFL. We don't know what's going to be happening at quarterback and the spread in this game is kind of indicating the Saints are going to control it. And if they're going to control it, it's probably going to be a defensive and run game oriented game. So those would be the two that I have for this upcoming week that I still like at the current market. Love it. Yeah. And with that total, Quan and I were talking off the top of the show about what the Saints could do. Now we know no Michael Thomas coming back at quarterback. It's a very murky situation, but with that defense and Sean Payton, uh, we don't know what to expect for them from a one-loss standpoint moving forward, but games trending toward the under, at least in the immediate future, could make a whole lot of sense. So I hear you. It's been bet down a couple points off a key number of 44, um, but I guess perhaps would you say anything at 41.5 or better would be good in your book, considering 41 might be that next key number with totals? Yeah, I, I could go down to 41.5 on it, but if it gets to 41, then it's going to probably be in that past territory, especially since... It opened in the 44, 40, and four and a half range. Yeah. All right. Well, still some value before it quite possibly gets down even further toward that key number of 41. And Tommy, at this stage, I want to thank you so much for taking time to do this. Uh, look to have you back on Props and Hops again pretty soon as well. But it was a blast to connect today. Uh, I'd encourage everybody tuning in here to follow Tommy on Twitter at Hitman428. Uh, check out the Hot Read Hits podcast you're doing with Bet Prep. Also, your contributions to the Dream Preview. Uh, is that everything? Or is there anything you'd like to add as we wrap this up? No, that's everything. Thanks again for having me. And as always, it was a blast. Yeah, likewise. Well, I look forward to seeing you at uh, Bet Bash 2, hopefully, if not sooner. And uh, I'm sure we'll be in touch before then. Sounds good. Thank you guys for having me. Cool. All right. Thanks so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. Cool. All right. Well, hopefully that was useful for everybody checking that out. Some really good midweek perspective from a pro better who's just been crushing it as far as what I've been following again across Tommy's work on the Hot Read Hits and Dream Preview podcasts. So uh, consider uh, some of those bets he made. And on that note, I think we can work in a few more calls, Quan, to take some bets from the listeners. So do we have anybody on the line who wants to jump in? We had my first pick, Jim from Philly, finally calling in. Ooh, yeah. At least he didn't get shut out on that front today. Jim from Philly, how's it going? Good. I got tied. I promised I was going to try first, and uh, I got tied up. My bad, my bad. All good. We, we've got you now, so happy to connect where we could. I know a lot of callers going golf today, some KBO. It's uh, been all over the map, but where are you looking today on the betting boards? No, I got a, um, I got a slow and steady approach this month. Um, I know we just had Tom on. He was the prop guy, so in the spirit of uh, NFL props, I'm seeing a minus 150 still hanging around on uh, Jonathan Taylor. Anytime touchdown at Caesars, and that's pretty far off the other uh, markets. So, 
Got it. Okay. Yeah, I have. Uh, yeah, DraftKings in front of me right now has them at minus two hundred. I know these can move a lot. I don't have Caesars in front of me, but happy to take your word for it. And sometimes, like you said, if you can find a number that's off market, part of a bet is the handicap behind it, and part of it is trying to get the best of that number. So when you see Taylor at minus one fifty, is it just that big discrepancy compared to the rest of the market, or is there anything in this matchup that has you especially bullish about his prospects of finding the end zone tomorrow night? Yeah, I love this matchup. Um, Jonathan Taylor reminds me a lot of Derrick Henry um, in that they kind of can get stuffed at the line of scrimmage. It takes them kind of like a few yards to get going, and they each have that straight line speed, um, ability to just have guys roll off, breaking tackles. Um, Derrick Henry this year had 157 and a touchdown against the Jets. Uh, the Titans didn't have receivers that game. Um, the Colts' offensive line is much better than the Titans. Um, the Jets also cannot stop a nosebleed in the run game. And uh, I just think it's inevitable that he gets it at least once tomorrow. So I think minus 150 is a great price on him in a game that they probably should be leading. Yeah, yeah. And to your point about that number, I mean, minus 150 is saying there's a 60% break-even probability. The rest of the market closer to a 67% probability or, or two to one. So some good value there. Plenty of logic behind the handicap. So best of luck for a good result tomorrow night. And uh, before we let you go, any interest in offering a prediction for that Chargers Eagles score and possibly win some free beer? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Chargers 45. Seven Eagles, nothing. Oh, if that happens, I might have to send you multiple cases of beer because that's yeah, that's going out on a limb. He's an and uh... Eagles fan <laughs> or Eagles fan. I, what I get it. You now, Jim? no. Listen, I mean, there must be some sort of um, like I think the Eagles hit a lot of number metrics that people like in their garbage time. Like I've seen their sixth in the NFL in rushing. It's such a phantom number because they don't run the ball like even though the Chargers can't stop the run um so honestly like they're gonna come back and probably make it close like they always do but I agree with Tom like the Chargers are supremely undervalued in this spot so but I'll let you go yeah all right well I love that prediction of course I know we're fans of different teams here but uh I have a sense we'll probably see a closer game than that and if you're right you will have bragging rights for the rest of time so best of luck all right, fellas, take it easy. <laughs> Love it. If we see 47 nothing, then uh, I might have to go bigger than beer is that prize. That's going out on a limb. I think he's at 44 nothing, but we'll go 47. Was it? It might have been. I don't know. I'll, I'll, we can I'll, we can check the tape, yeah. but uh, yeah, I, I think I heard 47. Okay, we'll go 47. And for right now, the last caller is Patrick from St. Louis. All right, Patrick from St. Louis. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hey, what's going on, Matt? Sorry I missed the first half of the show. I was getting tortured by my dentist. So I just started listening uh, at the beginning of Tommy's interview. And you know what? I can vouch for what he's saying because I remember being like in the pregame.com forums with him years ago, and the dude's as sharp as it comes, So, um, especially with the props. So kudos to you guys for having him on. I mean, he's, he's a wealth of knowledge and just, as, like I said, as sharp as it comes. So, yeah, I appreciate that. But, he's yeah, he's just been a great guy to cross paths with. And even as he continues to get a bigger profile, I think some of his props he talks about might be moving a little bit more quickly these days, but he continues to hit at a higher rate. So love to connect with him anytime there's a chance to do so. And glad you enjoyed that interview. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, so I'm going to put in a three-team advantage teaser. I mean, I, I never play three-team teasers. I only play two-team teasers. But for the sake of this contest, I need to gain some ground. Got to play some plus money. So at plus 165, I would like to use the Rams down to minus one and a half as my anchor and then tease the 49ers up to seven and a half, I believe, and the Chiefs down to either minus one or minus one and a half. I was looking at all these prices on DraftKings. I don't have my uh, laptop in front of me, but I think it should still be ballpark of where they're at. Got it. Yep, the Cardinals have crept back up, so somebody might know something about Murray. Uh, Yeah, you can get the Niners up to seven and a half. Rams are good going down to one and a half. And Kansas City, yep, we can get them down to one and a half for you as well. Yeah, those are three yeah, strong legs. It's been a while since broken, you've had... But... Oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I think the Chiefs are still broken a bit, but I think they're not broken enough to not be able to cover one and a half against Jordan Love and the Packers in his first start. So, um, yeah, I think the Chiefs still have a way to go to uh, basically mend their issues. But I, I think they can cover. I really like the Rams. Um, I mean, that might be my favorite play of the week. I mean, is there any... Will the Titan stock ever be higher after the last three wins that they've had? And I think I played against them all three weeks, too. So I think, I don't want to say the D-U-E word, but I think the Titans are due for a little bit of regression, especially with that Derrick Henry. So I like the Yeah, play. and that's the one thing that I think might have the market, you know, shying away from Tennessee a bit. After those three wins, it, it could be at an all-time high, but without Derrick Henry, people have taken notice. This number's crossed through seven. But again, getting the Rams in a teaser leg, can't fault that logic at all with these numbers in play. Absolutely. Cool. And then did you also want to throw in uh, one more prediction for the final score in the Chargers-Eagles game this Sunday for some potentially free beer? Oh, of course. Yeah, I, I bet the Chargers as well when they were down to uh, one, one or one and a half. I, and I think they're going to crush the Eagles too. Maybe not 47 to nothing, but I'll say 31 to 17. Got it. I think that is an original score. Quan, that's the only 31 17, right? I do not have any 31 17. 31 20 was the only cool. thing. All right. 31 17 belongs to Patrick in St. Louis then. All right. Cool. All right. Thanks for the Thank call, you, Patrick. Boys. Good to connect and uh, best of luck. All right, bye. I have seen some, excuse me, some chat bets to read off real quick. Uh, This is for my doing. So I know the flip. We got, I'm sorry, I haven't been paying attention to the chat today. Um, We got, I don't know if Michael Yeager is Michael from New Jersey, but 50 to 1 for Garcia. Um, Hunter B wants Aaron Ray. Aaron Rye, top 20 finish. Fran wants Scotty Scheffler to win the PGA tournament at 33 to 1. Bob Loblaw has Oilers in regulation, minus 135. And excuse me, uh Aaron Aaron Rye for Mayakoba, top 20, 650 on DK. Evan wants a two-team teaser. Utah down to one and a half, minus one and a half, and Wake Forest up to eight and a half. Joey from New Jersey wants Bama money line minus four forty or forty to one on FanDuel. And I think that is it for today. Yeah, shout out to the username Bob Blah Blah. Anybody who hasn't seen Arrested Development, one of the best sitcoms of all time. So I, every time you mention any of those picks, I just root extra hard for them. That's a, a great <laughs> username. 
Uh, do we have time, Quan, for me to throw out one bet as a, as a pseudo last word? You got it. All right, cool. So not quite last word Cheetah. Uh, maybe last word Landis for the day. Uh, I'll take uh, an NFL teaser look. A couple callers have mentioned the Rams in a teaser, and I'm in play with them. I'm looking to pair them with the Browns, taking Cleveland up to plus eight and a half at Cincinnati. And in both of these legs, some good numbers grabs crossing through those key numbers of three and seven with the Browns. Also a divisional matchup with the Bengals. I think that familiarity these teams have with one another lowers the variance a bit and reduced variance is great when we're teasing an underdog up through the key number of seven. So hopefully we can see a pretty tight contest there. Big AFC North showdown. And with the Rams, again, crossing down through 7-3, and three, and they're welcoming Von Miller to their defense, taking on a Titans offense, bidding farewell to Derrick Henry for this season. So I really like the Rams' prospects on Sunday night football. I will say I have most of my Rams' exposure already from the start of the week, was able to pair them with Dallas before we got some DAC news that steamed the Cowboys out of teaser territory. So this isn't the biggest bet for me just because I'm already in play on the Rams with the Cowboys. But I'd say if you haven't bet anything yet, Rams and Browns in a teaser, my favorite bet on the NFL board right now. Other teaser candidates, callers mentioned today, the Chiefs, the Eagles, although we've got some pretty pro-charger sentiment between uh, our pro-better we spoke to and some of the callers. Also, the Giants hosting the Raiders, a very murky situation for the Raiders. Obviously, some tragic circumstances they're dealing with right now. And then the Giants also, Saquon, as we talked about, Quan off the top of the show, a positive COVID test. He's vaccinated, so if he can test negative a couple times in play, they'd warrant some strong consideration as well. But for the record, let's say Cleveland plus eight and a half playing the Bengals and the Rams minus one and a half hosting the Titans, good to a price point of minus 120. So that's all I've got. Quan, any housekeeping to tie things up, uh, prep the stage for tomorrow's show? No. We uh we got a, a last minute caller. I think this is uh Tone from New Jersey. We'll throw him on as we close the show. Tone, you're on. Love it. What's up, Tone? What's good, man? You oh man, I'm I'm here with Quan doing last word cheetah. Everything is great. So what have you got for us to uh, take your shot at the November leaderboard? I got a little riddle for you. What do Preston Johnson and Joel Embiid have in common? <laughs> Quan, do you want to take that one? I have no idea. I went to punchline. They both follow Lee Sand on Twitter. Bring it up, Quan. Discuss it when uh, Mr. Johnson gets back. Little horn dog himself. I, Le- He's out Lee there. Sand, He's Lee- probably at Le- a strip club right now in NYC, if I know him right. We, we we all follow Lee Sand on Twitter. Yeah, of course. But, uh, <laughs> you got to play for us? We haven't yeah, heard your voice in a while, man. You okay? Yeah, yeah. I was out here. I was on a little vacay. We're back. Who won last month? Uh, Ty won by 10 cents. What a win. Congratulations. Congratulations. All right, tonight I'm going to need the uh, the Hawks. Taking a money line? Four and a tick. Four and a tick. Atlanta, yep. Plus, I'm seeing uh, even a five at South Point. We can just get you a flat five. Boom. Thank you, bro. And uh, don't get too buzzed over there. It looks like you're already getting a little 
moving, you know, maybe slow down the pace. I know Quan's going to keep you active. <laughs> he loves booze. I will not. say, yeah, the, the lighting in here is a, it's a very reddening. Uh, so I, uh, I know it might look like a, a glow, but one can of Celebration Hill is not going to do it. The studio really does the trick. So I don't know how Preston stays so cool, calm, and collected every day, but try to take a page out of his book for next time. Yeah, just don't try to hook up with Quan or anything. <laughs> I'll talk to you tomorrow. Well, hey, hey, one more thing if we still got you, Tone. Any prediction for the final score in the Eagles-Chargers game? Wow. Oh, okay. No no need for the free beer. I think we've got a lot of good score guesses anyway. Cool. Uh, well, Quan, thank you so much for doing this. This has been a blast to do the show with you. Thank you, Cheetah, for the opportunity to be here. All the callers, you guys are the heartbeat of the show. Some really sharp angles. I love learning from you guys. Hopefully you're able to learn from me or from that interview with Tommy the Hitman. So I think that pretty much does it for today. Thank Juan's you. back at it for tomorrow. Thank you, Matt. You've been a great host. And you guys know tomorrow, day two of the Quan, last Quan Cheetah or whatever we're calling it. <laughs> Please be easy on me. We had a good Tuesday. I'll have things worked out for Thursday. But I want to thank Matt for coming in. Great host. Great job. Great hour. Great beer. Great beer. Thank you. Yeah, Celebration Hill, an annual rite of passage. Well, I hope to be back here soon, Quan, with you and Cheetah in his proper chair. Maybe I'll be on the other side of the desk. But until then, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Cheers.